If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because what works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Bravery is a skill, not a personality trait, and it is the fastest, most powerful skill to creating the career and life you really want. I'm Nicole Trick-Steinbach, the International Bravery Coach and your host. I'm a former global senior director in the tech industry who's worked in over 25 countries. I'm now a certified and proven coach serving professional women like you all over the world. My promise is that you will stress less, work less, and then earn more. The Celebrate Brave podcast is for you. So make sure you subscribe for weekly brave inspiration, including proven frameworks for career and life success my answers to your listener questions, and powerful conversations with my clients and other brave leaders. You are already brave. You can define what brave means for you and your goals and build your brave. In fact, you're already in the right place. So let's dive in. Welcome to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast and our first guest conversation in the theme, Yes, Summer. Amanda Ertz is joining us. Amanda is a transformative parenting coach that fuels parents with inner confidence and holistic methods so families thrive. And I can confirm that because in addition to being my real life friend. I've had just a wonderful friendship, a deepening and expanding friendship with Amanda for about seven years. She has also permitted me to take one of her courses and she is really focused on the inner confidence. So Amanda supports parents who are ready to better, one, connect with their kids, two, understand big emotions, three, be fully present, and four, trust their parenting self. And her program is called the Confident Parent Collective, and we talk a bit about it in this episode. I want to pull out the quote of all quotes for this episode, and it is this. Amanda says, the power of yes is expansive when you say yes to the things that are meaningful to you. The power of yes 
she continues, is constrictive when you say yes to the things that are for others, those that are grounded in servitude. And as you're listening to this conversation, I want to encourage you to consider those yeses that are constrictive, that need to be a no, and the yeses that are expansive. This conversation is deeply personal and we go quite deep. Even if you aren't a parent, this conversation is for you. Let's go. Amanda, I'm so excited to have you as the first guest for the month of yes. Knowing you for so long, I know that yes, you are fantastic at saying no. And so much of your life is wrapped around saying yes to the things that you really care about and helping your clients say yes. And so I am going to just open up the floor so you can bring us the power of yes. The power of yes. Thank you, Nicole. I I really love how you you just opened all that up. And I wish that anyone who is listening to this could just see us on the screen because mm-hmm. it just I had to kind of like laugh and then sit back and kind of take it all in, just those words that Nicole just shared. So thank you. The power of yes. It is something that I had to cultivate in my life, right? It it wasn't something that was this part of me that I honored and that I celebrated. And it was it was a part of me that required a lot of bravery. Mm-hmm. I had to really step into the power of yes. And and the and I say that because I used to be a yes woman right? Like, yes was really commonplace. It was like, yes, I'll do that. Yes, yes, yes. You got it. You got it, right? Like, I'm going to make everyone happy. I'm going to do all the things, right? But am I happy? Am I healthy? And am I whole, right? And so that is when the power of yes became very influential for me because I had to start saying no. And that's hard. That's really hard when you have lived your whole life saying saying yes to people and it's part of your identity, right? Like I've always been or I was, you know, someone who just wanted to make people happy because that was that made me feel good about myself, right? Like, yes, I will do that for you. Yes, yes, I got you. No worries, right? To the sacrifice of yourself. For the sacrifice of myself. Oh, I must have met you as you were in this transition. So we've known each other for seven years. Mm-hmm. Sure have. And so I must have met you in that transition. So I am learning something new. I love it. So yeah. So Nicole and I met about seven years ago. We have two, we we are mothers, right? Yeah. We we have so many different identities yeah. that are all wrapped into the, the wholeness of who each of us show up as every day. So we we met through our kids and I was transitioning out of a career in education, gradually, gradually transitioning, right? Like thinking about it, pondering it, wondering what was, what else was out there. And I was, you know, in this new chapter in my life, right? Where I had gone through 
a divorce. I had gone through 22 years of of being of service and education, and I was in a co-parenting relationship, and I still am, right? Yeah. And I really had to start learning how to say no. So one of the biggest, I want to talk about my biggest no, yeah, which led to my biggest yes. Okay. So my biggest no was at the end of 22 years of being inside the public schools. And I ended my career as a, as an assistant principal of a middle school. I'm a mother and I have been for 13 years. It's one of the most powerful, raw, humanizing experiences of my life is motherhood, right? Uh, Motherhood on top of being a single mother and on top of being a very powerful, confident force to be reckoned with inside of a school, right? And I say that in a way that like when you're in a leadership position, you have to take on so much responsibility, right? And you are in the public eye and going out in public is often something you have to be very careful about because there's so many families you could run into and those families can love you and they can also really not love you, right? Because there's decisions you have to make when you're in a leadership role that aren't always popular, right? And And a leadership role inside of an education system Uh is so raw in my experience in public. So raw. raw. And so many parents forget that teachers and staff and administration and leadership, school board members, et cetera. One of my clients is on a school board, Nicole Vafferdardi. We forget parent. I'm now speaking for myself as a parent, that these people are also humans. They are humans. They get to have interests and go to rock concerts and drink beer if that is what they want and, and marathons and whatever. So I'm just like confirming that with a really strong yes because I know I have a lot of parents who listen to this. So I'm talking to y'all. Okay. Keep going, Amanda. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, I stepped into education because I believed that, and I still do now that our kids are a ticket, are the ticket to a better future, a better future that is brighter for all of us. Right. And that is, Mm -hmm. that is why I I moved into education when I did. And I still believe that. Right. And I believe that that ticket now is not just through educating our kids, but it's through educating our parents. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in the schools, I was working so hard every day to to try so hard to support our parents and to really give them like practices and strategies they could use at home when when their kids were, you know, yeah. having a very raw teenage moment, right? Because those are really experiences for both the teen and the parents. Yes. However, for good or for bad, our school systems do not allow for these very proactive steps, right? Yeah. And it's it's by no means because of the people who are inside of the education systems. It's because of the systems that have been built that have not been destroyed yet, right? Because they yeah. are so ironclad. Okay. So I want to make sure that's preface that the people inside of education are not the reason. Right. Why, yes. Right. It's the systems yes. we have in place. And so, yes. so I was working so hard every day to, to support, 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 to give, to give, to give, to say yes. I said yes to everyone. Like, you know, Amanda, can you take care of this? Yes. Amanda, we have a parent in crisis. Yes. Amanda, there's a student who, you know, is having a trauma response. Yes. Right. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Come home to my kids every night as a single mom. 
mom, I need this. Yes. Mom, mom, I need you to help me with this. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Right. So, and then it got to a point where when Amanda needed something, when Amanda needed something, there was yeah. a no. Amanda, you don't have time. Amanda, you don't have energy. Amanda, you can, like what? You you don't have, you can't do that. You're giving to everyone else. Yeah. Right. And so this, this cultivated something inside of my body that, that internally made things start to shut down. Right. And I'm not going to go into the details of, you know, what shuts down in your body under stress, but I want you to you know, refer to the term of burnout, that burnout mm-hmm. is an, it's, it is an epidemic in, in the United States of America, friends. It is an epidemic. Yeah. It's real. And yeah. this three burnout, out of five, three out of five professionals report significant signs of burnout. Right. And burnout is, yeah. it's not just, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I don't know if I can go to work today. That is part of that. You know, it, burnout is also yeah. like not being able to sleep at night, not being able to yes. stop about your job. Yes. Burnout is because it it takes over so much of your life that for me, in an extreme mm-hmm. case, you end up in the hospital. You end up having two surgeries within yeah. six weeks of each other. Your body ends up completely shutting down, yeah. right? And so that was the point in my life when I had to say no. Right. I had to say no more. Like the identity that I had cultivated as this, you know, leader in in the education world, I had to, I I had to grieve and I had to say goodbye to that that person, right? Yeah, I remember that that, that, that yes hard. person. It was yeah. very hard, and then I had to step into this new role of like, now what, right? Like, God, I love parents and I love kids. Like that is that will never go away. I love watching the lights go off. I love it when when I see a shift in in the way a parent responds to their kid. I I that is what that is what, you know, truly gets me out of bed in the morning because I know that when our parents feel that support and they know that there is no shame in parenting in a way that, you know, might not be the right way to do it but it's the only way that they know how and that there are alternate ways to do it that feel loving and feel compassionate. That's when we know our kids are going to be doing some incredible things moving forward, right? And I'll tell you what, I want our kids to be in 20 years when I need them the most. I want them to be happy, healthy, and whole. And so that is really where I began to say yes, right? And so I began to say yes to the passion that was inside of me that I've, I've had my entire life, but but no longer just serving because it was part of my, my job and my responsibility, but truly empowering other, other parents and families in a way that cultivated this, this compassion and this empathy and this transformation in, 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 in the parents, right? So I had to begin. So that's that's where my big yes started. Oh my God, Amanda. Okay, for the audience, I've been crying this entire time. She has. It's true. I see it. Because <laughs> I walked this with you. You did. Yes, you did. And what you didn't share is that you also take care of a home. You also have family close by that there are beautiful obligations and responsibilities. 
I remember when you first started going to the gym regularly and saying like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. But until I just listened to that, I had no idea of what a transformation. I mean, I had an idea, but I didn't understand the depth and the expanse of it and how much internal work that you did to unleash who you really are. Because from the, I'm just going to repeat this again, from the beginning of knowing you, you have been for me, someone who was a light and always stepping closer in 2% or in one summer, 100% (laughs) closer to your yes. yes. And to know that I saw that in you. And I think many, many, many people saw that in you and how you embraced that in every single part of your life is just extraordinary. And one of the most beautiful examples, I talk about the yes, no spiral and how we need to say no so that we can say yes. And then that thing that we said yes to, we will outgrow. Maybe we just go older or maybe we just don't want that anymore or whatever the case may be. And then it becomes a no. And then we say yes and all the right. Beautiful, beautiful spiral. And I really wanted you to be a guest this month to talk about this. And I think my soul knew how incredibly powerful this was going to be, but I, my consciousness did not know. Oh, my friend, I hate that we're virtual right now. I would love to give you a hug. Anyway, keep going. (laughs) So your most powerful yes. Wow. So my most powerful yes turned into me learning how to say no, right? Me learning how to say no to the chaos and the frantic logistical schedule that often parents take on. It it, it Mm. taught me how to really pause and focus on the things in my life that were truly grounded and and what mattered to me, right? And what matters to me is what matters to me. Everyone has their own values system, right? But I remember years ago, I wrote in my journal, uh, and this is a very vivid memory I have, and I've written about it in blogs and, you know, all over the place. I wrote about my dream to be able to take my kids to school in the morning. Uh, My entire life, I had had a nanny who came to my house at 5.45 in the morning helped me to, you know, get breakfast moving and get the kids out of bed. I would, I would in a very rushed, frantic way, give my kids a hug and a kiss. There was very little connection in the morning. And then I would drive off and, and, and go, go do incredible things with, with families and, and students. Right. But I felt this really deep sense of loss that I wasn't Like that was a milestone for me, being able to take my kids to school and then also being able to pick them up, right? And I wrote about in my journal how I just wanted to, I like, I just wanted to take my kids to school and I wanted to be able to pick them up at the end of the day. Like I wanted to be the bookends to their day. That was really important to me. And that is something I'm doing now. And I know for a lot of parents or people who are listening are like, oh, that's, you know, like, 
that that's a really hard part of my day or right but for me that's really meaningful and it's yeah. meaningful because that's when i get to have some of the best conversations with my kids that's when i get to really be silly with them or really <laughs> you know sit in awkward silence with them but those are the moments when my kids and i grow the most are in those moments before and and after school and i know that you know, so so that is one of the yeses yeah. that that came out of this is when I started to say no to all the other things, and when I started to say no to the other things, right? To um, the nine sorry, to five. Job. Sorry, can I just? Oh my gosh, yep. I just have to summarize that very quickly. So, to really nail this down, something as quote unquote little as yes. simple, right? As enjoying the morning together enjoying that precious, I agree with you, 20 minutes after the kids come out of school is when they usually talk the most, right? And so being there for that is quote unquote simple for you to have your long-term most important life achievement, Mm -hmm. which are the kiddos. You I think you said happy, healthy, and and a few other descriptions. And so in saying that very powerful yes, which is so quote unquote little, but it's actually so significant because your entire career had to change. Yes. We're just going to take a beat right there. It is the small quote unquote 2% yeses that lead to the most dramatic, brave transformations. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah, It's those small moments of joy that lead to the bigger things in life. Oh, small moments of joy. And so, yes. So those small moments of joy consist of, you know, the morning and the afternoon routines and, and being able to like have a snack with my kids. And, um, I'm not the best cook. I will admit, but, you know, preparing meals in the evening with my kids. And there's a lot of laughs because I'm not the best cook. That's something I never really, (laughs) never really put a lot of yes into. And so, you know, the fire department has been called, you know, a few times this month to a park farm system <laughs> because I burn things on a very frequent basis, right? But there's that's where some of the joy is, right? That I'm allowed to I'm allowed to have fun as a mother. Yes. And and I don't have to show up perfect and buttoned up every day. So those yeses led to more exploration and to myself. Those le- those yeses led to me being able to work out whenever I wanted yeah. and me taking care of not just my body, but my soul, you, you, you know, me, me spoiling myself with a bath whenever the hell I wanted, not just on a Friday night at the end of mm. a long week. Those are the, those are the small yeses that led to the expansion inside of, of my soul, right. That, that led me to this place that I am today as you know, a parenting coach who yes. is a determined, determined to connect with every family, to empower them, to to live happy, healthy, and whole. I believe every parent in yeah. the world yeah. deserves a parenting coach. Granted, I can't coach every single family, but I right. believe that 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 is a true statement. Just yeah. as every Every child in this world deserves an education. Every parent in this world deserves to be supported in their journeys, right? Because when our parents are supported, our kids will thrive. Our kids, I mean, it's it's that simple. It's A, 
and yeah. B equals it goes to C. It's it's truly, it's truly that simple. And so those yeses led to more and more. It it it, it led to relationships with girlfriends. It led to getaways on the weekends. Mm. It, it led to, you know, staying up and reading a book at night, right? And and then and then it led to something really big for me, right? And this was this was a conversation that Nicole and I had literally b- about five days before I took one of the biggest trips of my life. So I stopped traveling. There was a hard stop on international travel for me when my son turned one. I made my last trip to Prague and it was a really difficult trip being away from him. For any mother out there, you know that that's a really hard thing, right? And then right after that, I got pregnant again with my daughter and it just, that international travel piece was gone. Okay. And then I stepped into my role within the schools and there was no room for me to travel. And I was raising two kids. And then I was raising two kids as a single mom. Yeah. And as a co-parent. Their their dad is still around and I, I do co-parent very well. Yes. That's a whole different Oprah talk. Yeah. Right. So this this yes that I said was an invitation that I received to attend a a, a spiritual retreat in New Zealand. And I had always wanted to take a trip just for myself, for my spirituality. This was something that like, it's been on my bucket list for years, right? And mm-hmm. that bucket list was kind of like this, this thing up here. It had, it had strings, like there were balloons floating, but it had strings. I could see them, but I never really was able to make them real. Oh. And this came, it, it came to me and I said yes to it. Yeah. And I said yes in private. I told mm-hmm. my family that I was going on this trip because they needed to, you know, take yeah. care of logistics for me and 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 run run the household and those things. But I didn't tell anyone else. I didn't even tell you, Nicole, until five days before I left. I know. I didn't, I didn't tell my friends. I didn't like it was and I, I said this yes. Because part of this yes was like this this push-pull, this struggle, like, Amanda, how dare you? How dare you leave your family for 14 days? How dare you do something for yourself? How dare you request rejuvenation? How dare you do something you deeply desire? Right? So these limiting beliefs started to bubble back up that I had never really, like, looked at before. Mm -hmm. And then it was... Then it was in preparation for this trip, it was like, I had to really battle some things. I had to really do a lot of work to allow myself to get on that plane, to allow myself to experience a new culture, to allow myself to to really just be filled up with joy. And I'll tell you what. That that trip was was beautiful in so many ways. And yes, I missed my kids. And yes, there were days that my daughter, you know, she she video conferenced me while I was on a walk in the redwoods. And she, you know, she was there with me. Like mm. and that's the type of relationship that that my kiddos and I have. And I've never been gone that long. And so it was, it was, it was a different experience for my kids as well. But that yes led to 
me coming back the most rejuvenated and relaxed and yeah. reimagined that I've ever felt in my entire life yeah. and which has opened up right more. So, mm-hmm. right. So, so the power of yes is expansive when you say yes to the things that are meaningful to you. The power of yes is constrictive when you say yes to the things that are grounded in servitude. Mm. And yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. And that sums it up remarkable. But normally I would stop the podcast episode here, but we're going to keep going because I actually did your co-parenting training and I'm married. We live in the same house Mm -hmm. and it was extraordinarily beneficial for me as a parent, as a co-parent for my kids. There was a true shift after that. And so before we let off, and I agree with you, parenting, I, I believe every kid at the age of 12 deserves a therapist at least once a month, a trusted adult who is skilled (laughs) for them to talk to and a parenting coach, a wise elder, these things, we deserve them. And I recently was exposed to one of my clients has a guru in, in India. She is Indian as well. And the guru said something along the lines of, why are you obsessed with raising your children? How about you nurture them instead? And that really felt very powerful for me. So how do you help your clients get to their yeses? Mm. Well, every client's unique, right? And, and, and really about getting to your yeses is about unraveling your own past and your own traumas and your triggers, right? So mm. one of the big differences between a coach and a therapist is that a therapist is going to help you explore those traumas and those triggers and really kind of dig into them, right? Mm-hmm. A coach is going yeah. to hear those things and and immediately shift you forward and immediately create opportunities and exercises to release so that you can bust through, right? And so, mm-hmm. so much of parenting is about letting go of the way we were parented for good or for bad, right? Like we all have our own parenting experiences and our parents did the very best with what they had in place. And we are doing the very best with what we have in place, right? There is no perfect experience. In fact, parenting is so imperfect that that is the beauty in it. It's so powerful. It is so powerful because each of our, each of our children Mm. come, come to us as they are and they come to us to help us also learn and and to grow. And that's mm. that's the way that I look at parenting is that you know my my children are presenting me with some of these really challenging experiences some days. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's be honest, right? Where I truly want to pull my hair out and be like, I don't think I know what's going on anymore. But once you get through the experience and you approach your children with curiosity and with love and with empathy, then that's where the transformation really begins. That when your child feels valued and they feel heard, then that's where they they truly begin to respond rather than react to you. Mm. So 
back to the co-parenting piece, the co-parenting piece became so powerful and important to me. And that was something I had to say yes to. And that came out of a very devastating experience for anyone who has ever been through a marriage, you know, fallen in love and built a family. And then all of a sudden it's no more. Right. And, and I, I'm not going to get into the details of that either, but I had to get to a place in my motherhood journey. And as, Mm -hmm. as a, as an adult, right. Adult, I had to get to a place where I had to stop saying no to being a co-parent. I had to stop like resisting the fact that there was another parent in the equation and it wasn't just about me and what I thought was best. Right. And so it was really about saying yes to how I could contribute to the lives of my kids. And so can my co-parent and my kids can contribute to our lives. And it's it's really about saying yes to what I've been given. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not about saying no to what exists and that I'm going to keep searching for what I want. It's about saying yes to what I've been given. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is what I have. And yes, I am going to make the very best out of what I've been given. And so as a result, I am very proud of my co-parenting relationship. There are very difficult moments. There are very difficult moments in any adult relationship. And if yes. there are not friends who are listening, <laughs> I want to caution you that someone in that relationship is being complacent. That's right. Right. If there's right. if there is never any you know, you know, aggravation or or upset or confusion, someone is being complacent. Yeah. And that that is unhealthy. So right, I but agree. the the co-parenting piece, regardless of if you're married or you're just in a partnership or you're it doesn't matter, but parenting is is about the way that is is about the way you show up every day for your kids. It's it's not necessarily about the schedule you put in place or you know how firm you are in a scenario or the boundaries that you have like those are those are yeah. some of the logistical parts yeah. but parenting is about the way you as a parent show up every day yeah i mean yeah. truly that's that's yeah. like that's the that's the nitty gritty of it and that's where the real beauty is that's the work that i love to do and that I'm so passionate about and I'm, I'm really passionate about with co-parents because let's be honest, our, mm-hmm. our world, we, we have all sorts of, you know, families. We have blended families. We have co-parenting families. We have, yeah. uh, we, you know, there are all sorts of families and they, there is no like one family anymore that that's that, right. Right. And so that's right. Let's say yes to what we've been given and yeah. and make it work so that our kids thrive. Yes. Yes. Yeah. One thing I, well, a couple of things I really enjoy about your approach as a professional, as a, as, as a legitimate certified experienced, proven professional is how for me, it started with that which is triggering you, that which is elevating you, that is the work for you, not for your child, for you. Ben, what is your highest ambition? Right? And I'm just going to put it into the world. My highest ambition is that my children desire, as adults, they desire 
to return home and spend time with me. That is my highest, right? And I was like, wow, okay, so that which is elevating me, which is triggering me. And when I say elevation, I that's a very German phrase. It's in my head. Think like a German, sound like an American. That which is getting my blood pressure going, I can feel the anger rolling. I can feel the fear getting cold, right? What is the highest? What's the goal? Or where would I just love to, to grow towards? And then who is this human in front of me? that I am nurturing and loving on and meeting in this moment. And the way that you bring that clarity in, which is part one of the build your brave framework, you know that I took your work and I was like, okay, how can I be brave? Where's my clarity? Where's my momentum? Where's my accountability? Just how you bring that all together so that it's unique to me and my situation and my co-parent, my husband, my co-parent, And he has his own unique answers and we have to find that bridge together for my child and for, I mean, my family is so unique because every family is so unique and moving forward with that is something that I, I truly believe having engaged with other experts and parenting spaces is something so special that you bring into the world. And it all starts quite frankly with how much of an empowered freedom-based yes person you are. Thank you. What a joy. Okay. People want to want to follow you. I know it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how can people connect with you after this conversation? You bet. You bet. So my website is confidentparentcollective.com. Mm-hmm. That is the name of my company as well. You can also find me on social media at Amanda Ertz, I-R-T-Z. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and that's where I am. And, you know, send me a message. I will, I will get back in touch with you. I want to connect with you. I want to learn. I want to, I want to see where the opportunities are for, you know, for your expansion and your growth Mm -hmm. so that you can feel as bright and beautiful and so that you feel as bright and beautiful as, as you deserve to feel. Right. Oh, I appreciate you so much. Thank I appreciate you. you. Thank you. Talk about a brave conversation. Oh, all right. Until next week, everyone, go say yes. Bye. Before you go, you can deepen and expand what you're experiencing here on the Celebrate Brave podcast by working directly with me through bespoke, results-oriented one-on-one coaching that is rooted in my proven Build Your Brave framework. As of the last client survey completed in Q1 2023, 75% of my clients from the past two years report they reached their unique goal. 100% of my clients, yes, 100%, report they stress less as a result of working with me. 56% report working less, and 43% report earning more. You learn how to spend less time ruminating and stressing yourself out by getting clearer and calmer within a mindset approach that is simple, effective, and specific to you. 
Then we work together to end the habit of overworking and overproducing by crafting a plan of momentum specific to your goals and strengths. I support you as you execute your plan, including the skills and knowledge necessary to succeed in your own accountability. And finally, you step away from the all-too-common pattern of under-earning and make the shifts towards being well-paid in your industry, using the clarity and momentum to ensure you become the woman you want to be at work and in your life for real. Go to tricksteinbach.com to learn more and schedule your free, no obligation consultation. Link in the show notes. You can stress and work less while you earn and live more by building the skill of bravery. Talk soon.